Well, I think that we are the last of the Naughty in New Orleans 2016 podcasters to actually record and release our Naughty in New Orleans podcast. Well, Mr. Tango, I think that's because we're just now recovered enough where we can talk after our trip to Naughty in New Orleans. Ah, this is true. The, the real issue that we've had is we have not stopped partying since we came back. We just continued that level of activity and excitement from the time that we left until, oh, I don't know what, hour ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. Does that sound about right? Do you think that our listeners will believe that? Um, that and got a bridge somewhere to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not completely true. Uh, we've had a lot of stuff that uh, has gone on in the last month, and it has been about been over a month actually. It's been about six weeks since we got back, and things have been very, very active. And we're just now we started a couple of times to record, and some things came up, but we are back here, we and are. we're going to talk about Naughty in New Orleans 2016, our trip back. Uh, I think it was Fourth of July actually when Fourth of July weekend. And the following days. the following week. And we're going to talk about that tonight. Today is September 3rd, 2016, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. been a while we don't have copious notes that we took at the time in fact i think one of the themes kind of of our la- of our visit this time that might have been a little bit different than the first time two times we went was we did very little planning or agendaizing agendaizing is that a real word um i just said it so yes it must be yeah we we uh were quite a bit more play it by ear quite a bit more relaxed this time than the first two times before we go very far what are we drinking tonight we are drinking uh, tito's vodka on the rocks and did you know that, oh no <laughs> did you know that the phrase on the rocks came from actual rocks back before refrigeration was a a thing uh, people would put cold rocks that they would gather from the streams or outside in the cold and put them in their beverages in to their keep them Tito's? cold. In their Tito's, yes. What drinks did people drink back before there was ice? Well, there's always been ice, but ice I cubes. I see the flaw in your... <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not know that. Where did you find that? On the internet. It must be true, then. It must be. So... 
after I will sleep tonight after that, <laughs> after that fascinating. This we 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 have always wanted to educate the listener. That's what we live for, right? Is our goal is to educate. We're here to serve. I think we should change the the category of our podcast on iTunes to educational. I wish I could make that noise. Do 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 do. The more you know. Let's talk about something a little <laughs> bit more fun. We are Mr. and Mrs. Tango. And this we is, do not dance. We don't dance. This is our tenth podcast. We uh, have indeed been a little sparse this year because of a number of things that have gone on, and we will get back on uh, a schedule. In fact, our next podcast, which we'll talk about a little bit later, we actually have all the material recorded. But uh, it has been a while, and this year's not in New Orleans 2016. It's something that we look forward to this year i think one of the themes was in the past two years certainly the first one and i think a little bit last one we did get a little bit uh uptight's the wrong word but we 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 were really focused on i think having an agenda i think the last couple of times certainly the first time we were really focused on, uh, in some ways, almost kind of measuring, okay, if we don't play with this many different couples, it would be a failure. We did a lot of planning. We we sat and thought about, okay, we're still learning how do you approach people in this huge conglomeration is not the right word. What is Playground. Playground is a perfect word. I was going to ask, what is the, the proper term for a large number of swingers? Playground. A playground. That's Perfect. So in this huge playground, and this year it was larger than ever. There was about 1,800 people and overflow into another hotel. But this year, everything from the costumes, from the parties, to just about everything else. I don't know. I, I felt like we were just really, really relaxed about this one. Do you agree? Uh, yes. I, I think um, this time it was like, so we go with a costume or we don't go with a costume. Nobody's going to care one way or the other. No, we did costume for everything. We did. We did. But we just, I mean, the very the first year we would go into a, cost, a professional theatrical costume company to make sure we had the right thing for the parade. This year we kind of looked around and said, that'll work. That'll work. Oh, you know what? I can get a... I can get a black cape for $5 from Amazon and attach that to this, and that'll work. To a Captain America T-shirt or something like that. Something like that. I think it said, trust me, I'm a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> for a superhero night. I'd forgotten what the themes were, as a matter of fact. But we were a lot more relaxed all the way around. And we typically don't do the seminars. There's a lot of very cool seminars, a lot of educational stuff that a lot of people do. We just kind of chill out and go with the flow and get up and decide well, what do we feel like doing today. And the seminars sometimes start at 10 o'clock and yeah. seriously, I don't want to get up that early. <laughs> there was a podcast roundtable like we had last year and we got approached by some organizer and asked if we would like to be a part of that. And we said yes, and they never did. Never heard from them again. Yeah, I never heard back from them. And I sent another email and said, 
that is the one thing we'll do if you would like us to do it never heard again we felt like well maybe he's got enough people that he didn't need another one so we decided not to horn in on that and i know that jay and angie i know mr and mrs jones from we got a thing i'm sure holly and michael were there uh there were a lot of podcasters there that weren't there the year we did it i know ally from swinger cast showed up about five minutes before they were done they're not morning people either so we really didn't have any kind of agenda we decided to go have fun we talked to a number of people before we got there we had arranged to meet a few people previous to arriving in town. We did. We we there was a swinger cast forum that a private message board for people that sign up through John and Allie's Swinger Cast. And it's funny because we have a thing on our website where you can sign up through us, through two or more to tango, and we get a little bit of credit if you do that. I didn't know we had that. Yeah, we do. But we still sign up, and I think the the first couple of years we went, we went as part of John and Allie's group, and we did that again this year. And the, the nice thing, it's not like we flock around like a bunch of five-year-olds playing soccer, you know, where they kind of group around the ball and go, whoop, sorry. I don't, that's not, that's a bad sound for kids. I don't know how to do that sound, cloud of dust around them. But you do have a home base, and one of the nicer things about it is they have a forum where it was private for people that registered through them. There must have been 30 couples this year. At at a minimum. That signed up, and so we had a lot of chat back and forth with people and got to know people before. We were able to impart our vast knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Did, did we share about rocks and where those originally came from? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things about not in New Orleans that we learned after the first year is, yeah, the sex is great. Absolutely. We wouldn't be going down there for a week for a dentist convention or a plumber's convention or something like that. Well, actually, we'd go to New Orleans for just about any reason for a week, I think. <laughs> Even if it's just for the food and, and the... People the, watching. The music, yeah, and the people watching. But one of the things that you find about Naughty in New Orleans, I hear this about Desire. We've never been to Desire. But it's apparently true of all these big conventions is or lifestyle events is that you make a lot of friends. And you really look forward to meeting those people again. And for us, we one of the criteria that we have is if we wouldn't want to sit and spend an evening going to dinner with you, there probably isn't the chemistry there for us to have sexual play. Unless they're really, really hot. <laughs> yeah, unless they're really, really hot. Uh, we'll talk about a couple where we actually did play with them and had a great time. And really didn't get to know them until after we played with them. And when we did, we didn't really want to hang out with them anymore and and would not connect with them again. But let's stick to the positive side. You go down there and you're in the hotel. One of the fun things is watching people that you have met before. And we spent a lot of time talking and chatting with, with old friends. Speaking of old friends... 
somebody I did miss. Uh, there's a couple we've talked about before that I think they're about 112. <laughs> at least. At least. They're late 70s, and I imagine. It, oh, they're more than that. They're on the higher end of the spectrum. They're from the Bronx, and they, they're retired in Florida, but they've got that New York accent. And we really enjoy just sitting and chatting with them. And I know he had had some heart problems, but we didn't see them. Yeah, they year. weren't there this year and that, that we that we noticed. Hopefully they'll be back next year. I meant to ask around and just see. Uh, I bet Bob knows who they are. And Probably. I'd like to follow up and just find out if they're okay. But you meet couples that uh, you've met before. and Maybe met in passing and thought, hey, these are cool, but you had one brief conversation with them. A lot of new couples. Uh, just as some examples, obviously we're not going to name people's names. There's uh, some that we met for the first time who we have their permission to use their uh, Twitter handle. And so if you want to know the kind of people. We've got a few people that would be fun for you to follow yeah, on you, Twitter. If you want to know what kind of people are down there, just go find their Twitter uh, handles and follow them. One couple that was the first time we met them, they go by the uh, Twitter handle MIACPL30, like Miami Couple 30. First time we'd met them, I, they had sent us some notes. They're listeners. I'm not really sure about their taste. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're the kind of people that, that you meet them, and he's one of those outgoing kind of guys. That, very gregarious. and Gregarious. I know. Ooh. Big words. And very personable. And his wife is just adorable. He's, we didn't visit, get to visit with her very much, but the few minutes we did, uh, we in, we enjoyed their company very much. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that you, you go into a party, and you know him right away. Just he is so outgoing and friendly, and you feel like you've known him your whole life. We didn't get to spend as much time with him as we wanted to, although we've already talked with them about we will make up for that next naughty New Orleans. We already, Mrs. Tango, have a plan. We do. A couple of couples that we spent a lot of time with, they are just both a hoot. Living sexy 24-7. Uh, we had a great time. We had met them before, but we had not really spent a lot of time. No, we, we hadn't. We had not met them before. But we thought that they were fun when we met them pre in previous shows. Are you sure we haven't met them before? Yeah, I'm, I know we did. Okay. We met them at some party. No, I said we we had met them before. Yeah. And you're saying, no, we hadn't. No, we had met them before. <laughs> <laughs> We're in violent agreement here. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so we've met uh, them in the past, but this is the first time we really spent much time chatting with them. I mean, they are just a lot of fun, living sexy 24-7, and you should go follow their Twitter and uh, get to know them. And then another couple, she is just crazy in a wonderful way. Oh, yeah. And she's not a bad kisser either. <laughs> Do you know their Twitter? It's ready to jam. Ready to jam. One. Is it the number one? They, or I think he has one and she has one. Hers is... No, I take that back. I'm going to look at my phone here real quick. <laughs> I'm going to cheat. Yeah, their Twitter handle is at ready to, with a number two, jam one. And I think that's hers because it reads out Mrs. Ready to Jam. You are right. She is a magnificent kisser. 
And like I said, you should go follow them on their Twitter. A lot of other people that, that were leaving out, those are the only three we really have their permission to, to share their Twitter handles. You meet these people. And you find out what a small world it is. Oh, that's a right. One couple that we met who will remain nameless. We mentioned last time that uh, we were laying on the bed with a couple after we had played. And the other guy and I were chatting and come to find out we had both dealt with a certain large global business account and you some of the same people there. Uh, this time we were talking with a couple and once again found out really toward the end of the week we had chatted with this couple all week long and we had known them a little bit before and we found out that she is in the same industry that I am in. I, it would have been a lot of fun to go to one of the big conventions I go to and have her pop up just to see the look on both of our faces when we saw each other. <laughs> Sometimes there are couples that you meet and you don't play with them this time, but next time you do, there are couples that you meet that last time we played with them and this time we didn't. There's no real rhyme or reason. Uh, there are some couples that uh, you want to connect and play with every time you meet up. And we missed some couples this year. I think we just called them CNS last time. Yes. Who were the couple that were soft swap and we were their first last time and even though last time was our first full swap they were soft swap we said it was the hottest sex we had that whole week and we were really really looking forward to meeting up with them at not in your Orleans this year but they had a little bit of a life issue that precluded them from coming so we are hoping that we can connect with them and there's nothing that says since we have to wait. Yeah, we're empty nesters now. We do have the ability to travel. We do travel a lot for other reasons. There's no reason we can't travel for sex. Travel for even better <laughs> reasons. <laughs> so a little shout out to, to those three. And like I said, MIA Couple 30 and Living Sexy 24-7 and Ready Number 2, Jam 1. Go look at their Twitter handles. They're a hoot. And just an example of the kind of people that you meet. Since our podcast has been really about our journey as beginners, so to speak, not beginners at marriage, but beginners in the lifestyle for the last couple of years. We've, I think we do have some people that were comfortable reaching out to us and saying, hey, we've never been to Naughty in New Orleans, and this is our first time, and we're really, really nervous about it. I think we had a couple of couples that reached out to us and said, we've never, we've never even played, played in anyone. the lifestyle. But we've listened to your podcast, and we just wanted to get a feel from you. And it was a lot of fun chatting back and forth with those couples. And we'll talk about, without naming any names, of course, we'll talk about what their experiences were like. That was actually very interesting. It was fun to watch people that we had interacted with online uh, connect with one another. And 
Um, we even played Matchmaker. We, yeah, we did. Which we've never done before. We, we had some first. We always have first. We'll talk about those in a minute. We, we met uh, another couple. That we didn't meet through the Swearcast forum, if you're thinking about the ones I'm thinking about. Uh, right. Um, we met them on some other... Another board. Another board. We, we actually uh, initially hit it off and had a good time with them and, and ended up playing with them. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I thought I thought you were about the other couple. Yeah, the Then we had another couple that we met and it was hard to tell from the interaction back and forth just how experienced they were. Although he said that she was quite nervous about the whole thing. A lot of what he said was uh well, we'll see how she takes to it. But not in a I'm going to sneak her in here and, and lie to her about it kind of way. And we'll, we'll talk about that couple, because that was a lot of fun. And that was a couple I think we actually played matchmaker with, right? Um, did we or did we not? Yes, we did. We did. And had some fun discussion with them as we were driving out of town also. So a lot of very different couples that we met beforehand. We ended up playing with people that we had no idea we ended up playing with some people to where we really didn't plan on playing with them. We just met them. We're talking with them. They were hot and had an amazing time. So we'll talk about those two. We won't talk about every playtime. It's interesting because the play we had with other couples was all in our room. Mm-hmm. The time that we chose for just you and me we did in the playroom mm-hmm. and we didn't play with anybody else in the playroom. We just use that for us. Have we ever played with anyone in, else in, their playroom? in the playroom? Uh, you know, I don't I, think we have. I, that's really weird. I hadn't thought about that, but we have always played with other couples in the hotel room. And it's always been ours. I think that partially may be because we have a Sibian in our room. Oh, yeah, that is a draw. <laughs> um, and we have the Tito's. And it's interesting because we like playing in playrooms with other people. But this was another time that we uh, only played in the playroom when we decided, you know what, let's just you and I play. Although we'll talk about we did meet somebody when we were in the playroom. Yeah, we ended up one evening. Are you going to jump right there right I now? I am. Go for it. Uh, we ended up on uh, the bed mattress in, in the group room. In the group room uh, next to someone that was in our group. And we didn't realize it until we were mid-play. And they were close to end play. And uh, they were um, they were having a really good time. And we we I think we had a good time watching each other play. Uh, was, we, we didn't interact with what them not, aside from not, saying hey. Not touching. It was fun because it was a couple that we actually had a good time with. We were in one of the, oh, we left out of a bar takeover and went to a different bar that had a really awesome, awesome band. That did not, it was not a bar takeover. It was a bar that we walked from a takeover. Yeah, we had to keep our shirts on. There weren't hardly anybody, there weren't hardly anybody. (laughs) There wasn't hardly, there was hardly anyone in this place except for them. And they were dancing, actually. And the band was just amazing, and we sat and had drinks. Eventually, a few other of our group walked by, and we texted, because everybody was trying to, hey, where are you guys? 
when we did end up in the playroom, in the group room, and they were really, really crowded this year. They were crowded last year, too, but they were very, very crowded. But we did manage to find a spot. I think they had a few more. They had multiple takeovers at the same time, I think, didn't they? What do you mean by multiple takeovers? The, 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 uh, the playrooms uh, were only in the hotel where we no, were. No, 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 not play, playrooms. I'm talking about um, bar takeovers. Oh, you know, yeah, they did. This year, uh, every time they had a bar takeover, they had two. And they were typically adjacent to one another. Right. So you could flow back and forth between the two. How did you go from the group room to that? You set me on this path. So Just anyway, call us the ADD twins. ADD. <laughs> so anyway, we went into the. We decided we were going to play with each other, and we went into the playrooms and walked around. And we liked the group room, and we went in there. It, fe- it feeds into my exhibitionist side. We uh, got onto a bed. The bed that was at our feet were, I think it was two guys and a woman. Do you even recall? I have no idea. I don't remember that it, at all. It was more than just a couple. I, I think it was two guys and a woman. And uh, they were having a really good time, which was fun. And when we got in there, there was a couple next to us that were playing in a very sensual kind of slow way. And we kind of smiled and waved at them. And, and we set up camp (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we started playing ourselves and they were kind of looking over and and she was looking over and kind of smiling and we'd look back as we were playing and smiling back at at them and it wasn't until we were both pretty much toward the end that we realized oh wait a minute hey we know those people yeah we just hadn't seen them with their clothes off and there, and and I think both of you ladies had your hair pulled back, so we realized that we knew each other. We, like I said, we were smiling and and watching each other as we played, and then when we got done, we were kind of laying there and just chatting a little with each other and chatted a little as we as we left. So, let's go back to we got down there Monday. We like to get there a few days early. The actual events, the the registration starts Wednesday morning, and it goes through Saturday night. Late. Into Sunday morning. Into Sunday morning. And this year, we decided, and so we've always gone on Monday. We like having two or three days where we just wander New Orleans. We just relax, look at the people, try to figure out who in the hotel are. Play the... Who's guessing the, game. Who are the swingers? Who's the swingers and who's not? Chat with people. See if there's other people that we know that are coming in early. For the swinger cast group and then the other people that we had met online, of course, we were texting back and forth and knew who was going to be there. For other people, we were just just checking folks out. And this year, we also left on Monday instead of Sunday. The last two to years. To come home. To come home. So we we got there Monday for lunch, and we left Monday lunch a week later. And the reason we did that is you end up having Saturday night, usually till 3 or 4 in the morning, going out to the pool, hanging out with people after you finish playing. And then you've got to get up and check out. There's a bunch of people checking out, and it's kind of a rush. 
And this year we decided we're just going to sit and chill for one more day, which was a worked out really well. And it was chat, nice. chat with people as they leave. But let's go back to the beginning. So we, we got there Monday, and we did have a couple that we had been chatting back and forth with in text. The We connected with them on another site. Yeah, I'm um, trying to remember. Uh, already how. booked? I don't. That might have been. I think there were two couples that we connected with on already booked. We connected with them when they arrived mid-afternoon and went and had did we have lunch with them? I don't think we had lunch with them. I think that we had lunch ourselves, and then we connected with them for... Oh, and we went and had drinks. Had drinks with and them. And then had dinner with them. And then had dinner. Where did we eat dinner? Oh, some really yummy place that we went to at least one other time. Um, it was a really nice place. It was off of Bourbon Street. Sun Didi's. Didi's. Really, really good seafood. The best... And the... The, Gumbo, I think I had. And the decor was wonderful. And a ton and, of food. And more food than... Than you should eat. Yes. So we we had dinner with them. And typically, Monday, Tuesday, we don't even consider... The thought doesn't enter our head that we're going to meet up with anybody and play with them. If we have sex with each other, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. doing good. Usually, because we drive a long, long way to get down there. And so Monday night... Yeah, we might have you know very lazy sex in the in the bedroom. Well, the, the playrooms are closed that night, and call it an early night and chill. But we did meet up with them, and we had drinks and and we had dinner with them. And they were quite attractive. We knew from the chatting back and forth they were a lot of fun, and they were. That one was interesting. We had a couple of first that night. Uh, one of the first was we ended up playing with a couple the very first night. Woohoo. Yeah, yes. <laughs> which we did not expect to do and had a had a great, great time. Just really, really did. And uh the other is she had talked about when we were texting back and forth She really wanted to play on the Sibian. She really wanted to play on the Sibian. She had heard about them. She'd never been on one we, of course, are always willing to do that. Mrs. Tango is very happy to share. And you gave her the deluxe. Absolutely. Sibian experience. Uh, he throws it to me. I don't know what he wants me to say. Well, um, what is the deluxe Sibian experience? The deluxe experience, experience is um, while her partner runs the controls and uh, Mr. Tango has a lovely seat watching, I play with the righty. The righty. <laughs> the righty. The Sibian-y. The Sibian-y. That sounds like, wasn't there a sibian army? No. Liberation that's army? That's Sibian-ese. No, those are those cats. No, the Siamese. Okay, I don't have anywhere to go from there. <laughs> but what was interesting was, first of all, he wanted nothing to do with the controls. He looked and he said, no, 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 you, you run the controls, you know better. And we like the partner to play on the controls because then he gets to tease her. One control is the, the, the rotation. The rotation. The other is the vibration. And if you know your, your wife well, you know exactly where she is by watching her as you go up and down and, and control that. Plus, it's just a lot of fun to do that with your wife. And it's a lot of fun if 
you've never been on a Sibian for the two of them to play. But he, we could not convince him to run the controls, so I did it. And then as you were playing with her, and she was very sexy. She uh, was. Uh, very hot. She got to a point where I think you looked over at me and winked, and you were you were sucking on her nipples, and she was grabbing the back of your head, and you could see her knuckles start to turn white, and you just knew, here it goes. So I, I took the vibration one, and I just went up one slight little notch. And... She popped off of the Sabian. That's hard to she, do. She got off of the Sabian. She stopped. Yeah, I. She. It, it threw us both because she. It was like pop, she was off. <laughs> there was no noise. Oh, in my mind there was a. Pop. There was a. <laughs> and she popped off. Really, I went. Gosh. No. No. <laughs> okay, in my mind there was. And this is radio, this is theater of the ear, so we have to create these word pictures. Theater of the mind, isn't that, or is that a trademark phrase? Ah, Not a clue. But she did pop off, we agree on that. Yes. And we both looked at each other because we've never seen anybody pop off. The, The dildo part of this thing is not humongous, but if, I mean, you're sitting on it, almost like riding a saddle, it's a big leather thing with with this thing sticking up. Yeah, I should be in Sibian marketing, shouldn't I? <laughs> and it's hard to accidentally pop off. Hard to believe you write things. I know. For people to read. And she did. And she just, her legs were wobbling and she went, woo. And we looked at each other. And I thought she had accidentally come off because she got back on. And then. We got going again. It didn't take long for her to get to that point again. And once again, and <laughs> off she went again. And not in a good way. Yeah, she didn't get off. She got off. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, woo, wow, 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 wow. I couldn't tell. If she had had an orgasm or not, because she was as close as she could be. And we, and then she got off, and it was interesting because neither t- of the times we had people play on it, you never played on it, did you? No, I never did. And that's different, too. We we gave other people rides. <laughs> it sounds like we're at a carnival. <laughs> How many tickets Step did you right have? Step right up. This is a five-ticket ride. Uh, <laughs> we should have sold cotton candy. <laughs> popcorn tito's cotton candy but anyway she got off and she was just oh talking about how great that thing was and she looked like she really enjoyed it then we got on the bed and we started playing they were also full swap i think actually when when the way it went was y'all the two of you got on the bed right yes we started and that typically is my right preferred flow flow thank you that's the right word yeah, often, most times the, when we play, uh, the ladies have played together, and they have a really good time, and then they invite the guys, and then we join, and then we go from there. And so y'all did. She was really intense, too. I she could, was. She oh, was. holy moly. You guys were, were really, really getting after it on the bed. 
and then she invited us to play. We had various combinations of play. At one time, I think three people were on her. At one time, three people were on you. Eventually, uh, we paired off and did the swap part. Girl guy, girl guy. With each other's spouse and played. We finished a bit before you did. But when we when we finished and we were just sitting there having that after-sex chat, I don't remember who asked her, but I, I said something about did she actually – I was surprised that she popped off. And she made the comment she did not want to orgasm on that thing. I don't get it. Which totally baffled us is why would you not want to? I mean, I went down on her, and she had an orgasm, and, and we fucked, and she had an orgasm. And, but I, I just didn't get that. And the next day, we were talking with a couple that we know well. I won't say who they are. And I was talking with the female of that couple. And without naming who these people were, this female that I was talking about, this couple, they're really part of the swinger cast group. The couple we played with Monday were in a totally different group. They had their peeps that come every year. And so they didn't know each other, and we don't tell who we play with. But I just mentioned that we had played with a couple and that the female had, had done that. And she commented, yeah, I totally get that. And she commented that she does not like orgasming, orgasming coming in certain situations with other couples because she doesn't like to lose control. It's just that total loss of control that she's very uncomfortable I thought that was with. the whole purpose of an orgasm. Well, everybody's different, you know? Everybody's completely different. And, <clears throat> excuse me, so she, she explained. She said she is probably one of those that she doesn't like to have that total loss of control with, with people she doesn't know very well. So Monday started actually quite... Monday was great. Well, and we're not going to try to figure out what we did Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Tuesday night, I know what we did. We went on the paddle boat ride on the Mississippi River. That's right. We met Tuesday during the day. I think it was Tuesday that we met uh, the other couple that we met from Already Booked. Mm -hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And the one where he said he they were coming, looking forward to it, they apparently had played in the lifestyle, at least I thought they had. Yeah, they had. But um, had never done anything like this. And we met with them, and we ended up, as people were coming in, we were introducing more people. We were sitting in the hotel bar area, and we introduced more people, introduced more people. Next thing you know, we had a whole crowd there. We met another couple that we had chatted with online uh, in the swinger cast group that had not come to naughty New Orleans. They had played in the lifestyle, but they had not come to naughty New Orleans. Uh, and, and this is another couple that, that we got along with really, really well, talked with all week long. Well, let me separate. There's the already booked couple, not the one we played with Monday night, but another one where, this was their first naught in New Orleans. And then we had a swinger cast couple that we had chatted with 
online. But this was their first Naughty in New Orleans. And we know, and they were not new to the lifestyle. Did all of those folks go to the paddleboat tour that night? I know the second one out of the Swinger Cast group did. I don't remember if the other two did or not. Um, I don't think they did. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So they had a uh, they had a real live Mississippi River paddleboat cruise. Your your Southern is showing. What did I say? Your Miss Mississippi you made Mississippi two syllables. <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi. That's still three. Okay, three instead of four. And that was a lot of fun. They they had a, a dinner on it, which was okay. But the real fun was it it was not a paddle wheel boat where the paddle wheel turns, you know, electrically, and then you know underneath they have a nuclear reactor, and it <laughs> and it really goes. It's it really a nuclear. It was a real live. The paddle boat was operated, and that's what pushed propelled the boat. A uh, lot of fun. You know, a couple of different levels on the deck, out on the river, started out during the daytime. Was that 4th of July also? Uh, No, 4th of July was Monday. Okay. We saw fireworks. Inside and outside the room, right? Woohoo! That's so cliche. Yeah, it is, but but got to throw it in there. So Tuesday night, but we also people were shooting fireworks off while we were on the river. They were. That was a lot of fun. And we met a lot of people, sat leaning out over the rails, watching the Mississippi River go by. And no one fell in. Nobody fell in that we knew. Watching New Orleans, the coast of New Orleans, and the lights of New Orleans in the background, and just chatting with people. While we were there, we met a couple that he was uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. And she was his lusty pirate wench. And got chatting with them, and they were a lot of fun. And we got to know them pretty well. And turns out, as we chatted with them, that they host a swinger train. Like a real-life swinger train. That's not like some swinger term for like you know a whole bunch of people in the room or something. They, they have a real-life swinger train with restored railroad cars out on the West Coast. And they have a couple of different routes that they take. We'll give you more details on this later. They'll be in the show notes. And it is just kind of like a little naughty in New Orleans or like a swinger cruise, but on a railroad. They have um, a trip from point A to point B and then back again. But there's a couple of days in between where you are actually in a hotel, which is a hotel takeover. When you stop. When you stop. And there are playrooms on the train coming be, and going. fun dedicated old-fashioned dining cars we're not going to go into a lot of detail here because we actually interviewed them and um, they gave uh gave us a lot of really cool information that we want to share with you in our next podcast so on our next pie we actually went back to our room in i think the next day maybe it might have been two days later those days blend together oh they did it does not matter we we ended up interviewing them in our room and talking about their swinger train talking about how it got started got to talking about the two of them had a lot to drink as we uh, did the interview had a lot a lot of fun with these two as you will hear 
in our next podcast, which will basically be that interview. Uh, we will have in our show notes their website. It is Tangerines, as in more than one tangerine. Tangerines Dream. Is it apostrophe S? Nope. It is www.tangerinesdream, one word, dot com. And that will be in the show notes. And we will also, like I said, in our next podcast, we'll do a full interview with them. But if you want to look it up before the podcast, go ahead and take a look. It's very, very fascinating. in the depot by the railroad track, looking for the choo-choo train that brings him back. Registration occurred on Wednesday. We had the parade that night, and the theme was... Dress to impress. And talk about what the parade is like for people Um, that might not have heard before. It's just a bunch of swingers walking down Bourbon Street. A bunch being 1,800. A bunch being 1,800. We take over Bourbon Street with this huge parade, and there's a New Orleans jazz band in the front, and there's float. And we walk down the street and had the parade and wave to people, and we throw beads at, at people uh, on the sidewalks. And it's always fun when the strippers come out of the strip bars looking at us. <laughs> We've said this before, but the strip joints do very, very poorly. The week that uh, Naughty in New Orleans occurs. Because they'll say, hey, come on in, you know, it's, it's you know, couples. And it's like, really, we're going to go and pay a professional to see a professional dancer take her clothes off when... All we got to do is walk upstairs to the ballroom. Or into the playroom, right? Yeah. So we had a lot of fun. And again, they had two venues for that. We took a little detour before we got to the very end and we went to a place that we talked about last year no that was the destination there were two destinations that night yeah and that was one of them right and we stopped before we got to the very end because the the other destination was a little bit further down oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and there's a place called cat's meow which is a karaoke bar and we talked about that on our podcast from last year's not in new orleans we discovered that one night before the whole thing started. If you thought that karaoke was in New Orleans was fun already. Drunk. Swingers. Swingers. Doing karaoke. It, doing karaoke is even, even more entertaining. Well, we didn't get up and sing. No, but, nobody wants to hear that. But a lot of people did. A lot of our swinger group. And, of course, since it's a bunch of swingers and it's a takeover, things get even more fun up on stage while they're dancing. And we went with one of the couples that we had met online and had chatted a lot with. They were very fun. She was really, really hot. She was. And, boy, I just don't know that she even really understood just how Mm -mm. hot. I don't know that she does. She was. And added to it was the fact that her dress-to-impress outfit for the evening consisted of her... Oh, I forgot about that. ...having been painted... She got painted. Uh, she her she had her upper body painted, and she didn't have anything on her upper body. I don't know how I forgot that, but yeah. So I didn't forget uh, it. And you two got along really, really, really well. And well, we all did. Well, the four of us did. But she had that kind of deer in the headlights. No pun intended with the 
find a top. <laughs> she had that kind of. Yeah, you don't have to hit me. She had that kind of deer in the headlights look. That okay, there are a lot of people here. There's people to my left, people to my right that are making out, that are naked, that are doing all kind of stuff in public. She was having fun, but she was talking. She was a little intimidated sounding. She was very intimidated. Now, Monday, you actually took her up to see the Sibian. Yeah, we they hadn't gotten into their room yet, and um, we were just talking. She needed to use the bathroom, and I said, rather than go to the public bathroom, just come upstairs, and we'll get a drink while we're up there and save the $8 a drink <laughs> from the bar. We had a good time. We we had all hit it off really well. They they were they would text us a lot. Where are you guys? You know, where are y'all yeah. where are y'all going? And, and there was attraction on on It was mutual. Yeah. When we left the karaoke bar, she'd indicated she wanted to go back to the room and play. It was very clear when we got out of the bar and on the streets that she had had enough to drink that probably going back to the room and playing was not the right thing to do. And that was what Wednesday again. I said, well, I wasn't gonna really going to go in a. I can't. We're not going to be more about which night was which. So we we didn't play with them that particular night. We did play with a couple that we had met that Thursday afternoon. I think I don't remember when it was that afternoon they sounded sex. really good. <laughs> <laughs> they sounded really good um, online, and we got along with them. And we sat and had drinks with them. Oh. Ended up going to the room and playing with them. And the sex was actually quite good. And then as we spent a little bit more time with them, we realized that we had some really fundamental differences in opinions on some kind of important things. For us, if we can't be good friends, if we can't be the kind of people that... uh, would enjoy just having drinks with you. We really don't want to spend a lot of time playing with you at a, at a thing like this. Yes. I mean, there's enough people that we enjoy having. A, when and I say, have similar worldviews. Yeah. I mean, for we've talked about, you know, laying on the bed and just talking afterwards is a lot of fun. Uh, we met couples this time that we had played with last time that we didn't play with. We just, it's a huge group of people. We met them. We chatted with them. But we just ended up at the time we were talking with somebody else or whatever. But we still had a wonderful time chatting with them. We felt like we had good relationships with them. The the couple that was our very first full swap, for example, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, had a blast chatting with them, but we never played with them. This was a couple that they just had some fundamental worldviews that I don't want to get into that we were very, very uncomfortable with. And, and we're not, and that part of them was not attractive. And it was very unattractive to us. And so I don't think they quite understood. They, you know, they would text us about things, and we ju- just found excuses not to meet with them again. And that's a first for us. We've never had that happen. And I don't, uh, looking back, I guess we could have probably seen that. If we'd have paid attention. If we'd have paid attention, if we hadn't been so anxious to hop in bed. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a first for us. I'm looking at at the notes here. One of the things that we had a lot of fun with was we had a, uh, John and Allie Swinger Cast Group had a, 
takeover of the beach, the bar. That was a meet and greet. Uh, during the afternoon. A lot of people had the dance floor on that stage. They had some party games where you just kind of got to know each other. It was kind of funny because one of the things, everybody would get a, a piece of paper and you had three different things that you, you had. had to find in other people. So one of them would be, you know, find a couple that has a piercing that doesn't show. Uh, and you had to check off on who it was. Somebody came to us and it was like, find a couple that, and this was Tuesday. Or was this Wednesday? I don't remember. Before the parade. It doesn't matter because. But we had another couple. Well, all... it, it does matter because it was a little early in the week. And one of the things was, you know, find a couple that's already played with somebody. Oh. <laughs> and this fun couple that we know just ran right up to us and said, you guys have got the look. You've already played with somebody. <laughs> we said, busted, you got us. So that was a lot of fun. John and Allie are just wonderful hosts. And uh, we got to reconnect with a lot of people that we knew there. Speaking of the beach, since we're talking about the beach. So the beach is a bar that has one of the wildest parties all week. It's typically on Saturday. I don't remember. Is it on Saturday or Friday? I don't remember, but it is packed. A couple of people from the Swinger Cast group and some other people had gotten a balcony that looked out over the huge crowd. And so we were all up there in that balcony, pretty packed, and we're looking down at the at the crowd. And they're having all kind of contest, Miss Naked New Orleans or Miss Naughty New Orleans or whatever. Big uh, prizes to be won. Big prizes on the stage. And, of course, everybody in the crowd is having a blast. But the folks up in the balcony were having their own party. Yeah, we were we were having fun. We were kind of lined up on the balcony, and we're talking with people. And most of you ladies had your tops off and were dancing around. We turned around and looked behind us, and a group kind of had their own little private playroom <laughs> <laughs> back behind us. There was some fun stuff going on. There were some blowjobs going on, and there were some guys going down on some gals uh, back there. The benches were kind of... Uh, right height? Well, I was going to say, they're not padded. like they're not. It's not luxurious, but nobody seemed to mind. I don't think so. That was a lot of fun. In spite of the fact that you weren't one of the ones that getting is, a blowjob. Well, that's true. One of the things that we talked to some couples about, our first two naughty in New Orleans, we just kind of assumed that every couple there was connecting with people left and right particularly the outgoing ones that everybody knew and everybody said hello to, that they were all just connecting left and right. And and the fact that we actually were able to connect, we, well, we can do it. Everybody must be doing it. One of the things I think that was interesting to us this year is we were talking with a couple of couples, uh, not new couples to this, couples that we had met there before, and just sitting and chatting with them. And it was later in the week, actually. And they shared they had not yet been able to connect with anybody and they were very popular couples i think it threw me that it is a little more challenging sometimes than we think even for couples that that um, have been there quite a few times now they ended up playing uh in fact one of them and i wish i could use her name her twitter name because we had a lot of fun with her had mentioned that she hadn't played yet, and then we looked back in the back, and she was in her own little private 
playroom back there, and we really let her know about that the rest of the week every time we talk, talked with her and tried to get her to turn a little bit embarrassed, a little red. It was kind of hard to embarrass her. One of the couples that we met, and they were part of, well, I won't even, I won't even say which group they were part of, but they had chatted with us online before they got there. They'd not been to Naughty New Orleans before. And they were a very, very attractive couple. You and her in particular spent a lot of time chatting with each other. And we, we, we talked with them quite a bit. And in fact, you know, at one point we had thought, I wonder if we're going to connect with them. And we, we didn't really make that kind of connection. But we made a very good friend connection. I don't know if, if, if things had been different, if we'd have made a different kind of connection. So we'd seen them out and about, and we had seen at them at, at different parties, and they seemed to be having a really, really good time with some folks. And we kind of smiled at each other because we liked them a lot. And we really, it was their first night. And we in liked Orleans. the couple that they were playing with. And we really thought, well, good for them. We just, we just thought that was great that they, okay, they found somebody. Because she was talking with you a lot about, you know, how do you connect? How do you connect? And she was gorgeous. Holy oh, crap. Oh, she was. You know, they were the kind of couple that you just kind of felt like everybody, even in a place like Nauta in New Orleans, everybody, you know, would look at her when she walked by. Turns out, as we chatted with them, you know, the day after we saw them at a party, having a very exuberant time with another couple, <laughs> like both ladies with their tops off and everybody dancing with each other. And then I think we met them the next day and just said, hey, did y'all connect last night? And the answer was, uh, no, something like that. And that was surprising. You talked with her. I think we were going into one of the parties. And I she did. grabbed you and pulled you aside as we were going in. And the two of you got pulled aside. And at first, I'm like, okay, the only time that you and another lady separate from us and go off on your own and start doing that kind of chatting is you're making plans. I didn't really think that's what was going on because as much as we got along with them, I just didn't feel that connection. But uh, she she was a little overwhelmed, I think, by the sheer number of people, the sheer number of options we we sat and chatted with them in the bar as everybody was leaving. And we just sat and were saying our goodbyes as people were checking out on Sunday since we were staying till Monday and and chatted with them. And they shared that they had a great time, I think. But they never made a connection with another couple to play. And she was very upfront about it was just a little intimidating. It was just a little overwhelming. And Too much. And uh, I think we asked if y'all are going to come back, and I think the answer was, I'm not so sure. We'll have to chat, keep chatting with them. We've, we've, we've texted back and forth with them. It is an example of they were incredibly attractive. I think they could have picked two couples a day and said, I want to play with them. And, and had a really good time. And, and the couples would have jumped all over themselves to play. And they just never, and I feel kind of bad because I, I feel like if we had talked more with them during the week and had realized they were having that issue, that you could have helped her figure out how to do that, how to connect better. But so, I don't think that's something you can coach. Well, maybe. You just kind of have to figure maybe. that you out were, You were coached our very first time, remember? 
you had a friend that told you, oh. <laughs> just go for it. Just don't sit there and, and sit. My, my and, bet friend. Yeah. I mean, you had a friend that told you if, you, if you're sitting there with a couple and, and you were attracted to them and want to play, just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? And they could say no. Yeah. Now, the other couple that we talked about that we went to the karaoke bar with, again, that was a couple that we never quite could figure out. You know, the, she kept, where are you guys? They wanted to chat with us a lot. They wanted to hang out with us a lot. And she always seemed a little intimidated. And then we actually ended up introducing them to another couple. And I think maybe Saturday night, the last night, mm-hmm. they actually played. Sunday, as everybody was leaving, we were chatting back and forth with them in text. And she made the comment, what'd she say to you about Monday? About when you took her to the room? I don't remember. I think she said, I, you should have just thrown me on that Sibian and I started playing that very first day. I wasted a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> and they made it very clear that they're going to come back and they really want to connect with us next time they come back. But that was fun because it, it was fun to see them finally connect with somebody. We had another couple that was in that category of, I guess, missed opportunities. We made really good friends with them. They were soft swap only. You know who I'm talking about? I do. And we ran into them two or three times during the week. And every time we ran into them, the four of us just really clicked. But for whatever reason, it would be in the middle of doing something else or it would be in the middle of... Uh, already being connected with another couple and going to do something with them and we never got a chance to play but they were they were both very hot yeah uh should we encounter them again we, we, that after would we, be a fun thing on, on sunday we exchanged and i think a couple of days a few days after that we exchanged text and and they said boy you know we wished we'd have been able to spend a lot more quote unquote time with you and we said the same with them they're soft swap only, which is absolutely fine. We There's a lot of fun with soft swap. Well, our la- last night in New Orleans, which was our first full swap, our uh, hottest date was the couple that was soft swap. It was. Which could not be there. One of our biggest disappointments. They had a family issue and couldn't be there that week. Uh, what else? Jay and Angie from Average Swingers were in the room across the hall from us. We could not get them to be quiet. They were so loud. Yeah, right. At four in the morning, we could not sleep because they were so loud. That's not true. That is not true. Although, when we went and complained about average swingers being in the room across from us, the the manager immediately understood and gave us our room for half off. <laughs> no, he didn't. It's funny. We did uh, chat with somebody that said, we were in the room under you because we heard that Sibian going all the time. <laughs> and they were. The other kind of funny thing, we had a, a couple of unicorns that were on our floor. So if, if you're kind of new to the lifestyle, unicorns are single females in the lifestyle. And the reason they're called unicorns is they're very, very rare. And they were rare and magical. 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 Are they magically delicious? I would assume so. <laughs> and so on their on their uh, room door, they had big signs that said unicorns, and they had posters of unicorns all over our floor, all kind of streamers. Streamers. Fun. Another thing that we, we had was uh, Doug from Swinger Carousel. We met him, I guess, a little bit later in the week. 
and uh, had dinner with him Sunday night. Right? Sunday night. Everybody else had left, and his wife was not feeling well. So we, we grabbed him and went out and had dinner with him. He is a hoot. We will have a link to their podcast on our show notes. The podcast is different from a lot of the swinger-centric podcasts in that uh, there are two men that do it. They are not a couple. Uh, they are both married to women. and uh, Swinger it, Carousel is the name of the podcast. And they uh, just have a different take on... Funny. Um, oh, they are funny. Very funny. Very, very, very funny. We And I don't know how uh, Doug's partner, I don't think we met him, but... Um, no, he was not there. Uh, when you say partner, we've got to be really clear. Uh, Doug's on-air partner. <laughs> yes. Uh, he they, they were not there. But uh, Doug was pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> but his wife was sick that night, so uh, we went out to dinner with him, with him and just... Just had a lot, a lot of fun Sunday night chatting with him and uh, look forward to, to getting to know him a little bit better. So I guess in summary of, of, of our time, we had several fun times playing with other couples. We well, had fun playing with each other. We, had, we reserved time for each other and had a great time doing that. One of the couples, I guess, that we played with, we actually did do some pre-planning and chatting. But by and large, the play we had was just something was just, just happened. Un- organically and really not a lot of effort it was just connecting with couples and then and going up and and playing uh so i had a blast we met some couples this time that uh, we didn't play with that we became very good friends with and there was one couple we didn't mention that sent us some notes on the swinger cast forum she was very very tall remember her oh yes we did forget about this couple. yeah she was really tall very buxom and just hilarious, sexy, hot. And the things that they sent us back and forth in the SwearCast forum, they said, hey, we listen to your podcast. And boy, we're nervous. We not only have never been to Naughty New Orleans, we've never even played with anybody before. We met up with them and they were like, well, we don't know. You know, we're going to, and we told them, go slow. You know, when you meet a couple, take your time. Man, we, they blew through that, I think, pretty quick. By the time we saw them on Saturday afternoon, they had been having a really good time. That it was yeah. They got in Thursday, and we saw them either Friday or Saturday, and gave them big hugs and chatted with them, and they thanked us for giving them the advice back and forth. But th- there was no hesitation, no worry. They had a great, great time. When we were walking around the playrooms, one of the playrooms had a sex swing, and we thought, well, that's something that we don't have. We walked in, and we looked at it, and the way it was sitting, it was like about one foot off the floor. (laughs) Do you remember that? Now, how is that supposed to work? Uh, Well, we talked to somebody else that actually has one in their room, and they said, yeah, we tried it, and it was so low, it just did not work. So we did not try the... I have a friend that um, broke her foot getting off of a sex swing. Well, maybe that's why they only had it one foot up. <laughs> kind of hard to break your foot that way. So, yeah, we, we had a great time, as we always do at Naughty New Orleans. A lot of great, great, fun, sexy people. We want to thank John and Allie again for hosting and for providing the the forum that they provided. And the connections to a bunch of really wonderful people. 
Yeah, you go there and you've already chatted with about 30 other couples. And I know there's a lot of people we could have talked about that we didn't, that, that, that we just had a blast with. Thanks to John and Allie. We mentioned, I think, last podcast, this was their 10-year anniversary of SwingerCast, the podcast that started it all. I want to throw out a uh, shout-out to Mr. and Mrs. Jones of We Got a Thing because they were nominated as one of the top three podcasts for podcast of the year annual podcast lifestyle award and i believe they led a seminar or two oh they had a lot of seminars this past year yeah they they really participate in a lot of uh seminars and things like that jay and angie did a lot of that this year which is surprising because i can't imagine jay getting up before noon but apparently they did (laughs) so jay and angie of average swingers uh did a lot and uh, shout out to them. We we chatted a lot with them, had a blast. Uh, John and Allie again, a swinger cast. Doug from Swinger Carousel. We will put a link to their podcast uh, on our website. I don't. I, we may be ahead of them. I think Doug said they had not yet put out their Naughty New Orleans podcast yet. So we'll see if I can get this edited and out on iTunes before they put theirs out. Hopefully we don't have to redo this tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll see how rambling this really is. The Swinger Train, we will talk, we will play the interview that we had in our bedroom with that couple. Uh, That'll be our next podcast. And since we got most of that already recorded, we'll try to put that up in about Oh, three weeks or so after we get this out. So, did we mention all of our first? We first time we played on Monday night at at Naughty in New Orleans. First time we played with a woman that did not orgasm on the Sibian. First time we actually played matchmaker with a couple of couples and helped connect that couple with that couple. That was a lot of fun. Oh, also we played with our first squirters. Oh, yeah. We didn't even really talk about them. One of the playtimes that we had that was in the afternoon, it was not in the evening. Holy crap. (laughs) I mean, it's always good. It's always fun. But holy crap, were they amazing. We played and we played. And she was a squirter. And she squirted on the the Sibian. Y'all played on the Sibian. And then we got on the bed and we all played. And we played with them, and then we kind of took a deep breath and went, whoo. And then we all looked at each other and went, and we started playing with each other again. And like I said, she was a squirter, which you would never, she was so afraid, I'm going to get your bed all wet. So we had a towel down. So that was a first for us. Uh, She was really loud, too, which was a lot of fun. And uh, you were too. <laughs> <laughs> we were having we were having a really good time oh, that afternoon. Wow, we we've played with other couples and had a great time, but that one stands out. I think, don't you agree? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what time in the afternoon that we played, but I do know that afterwards we got dressed and went to whatever party that evening and we just kind of walked around in a daze i think that was a night we reserved for each other since we (laughs) that was uh just a lot a lot a lot of fun we had been talking with them and i was had the recorder on because i was going to record them for something we started playing and i forgot to turn the recorder off so we have our adventure with them on tape uh we maybe what i should do is uh, just play a little bit of excerpt. Would it be too untoward to just, uh, you can't tell who they are from the sound, 
but maybe just give you a little taste of oh, just how hot. loud things really got. That would be hot. <laughs> that we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll insert that right after this. <laughs> That was hot. So with that is uh, kind of our our exit, and I think representative of the week. Anything else that you've got, Mrs. Tango? I don't think so, Mr. Tango. We are Mr. and Mrs. Tango. You've already found our podcast. Our website is www.twoormoretotango.com. We would love to hear from you. Our, our email is tango at two or more to tango.com our twitter account come join us over on twitter we have a lot of fun going back and forth with with the different folks that cheer different podcasters different just fun people listeners listeners and just a lot of fun people on twitter and our twitter account is at the number two or more to tango And I think that's all of our contact information right now. I think it is. So we'll see if uh, that can be edited into a somewhat coherent podcast and try to get that out. And our next podcast will be the, oh, next time we, and we didn't talk about it this time. We'll talk about the Kegel some more next time. And we will have our interview with the couple at Tangerine's Dream and the Swinger Train We had a lot to drink, did the interview in our bedroom, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, We'll put that out in, I don't know, maybe about three three, weeks. Maybe about three weeks to make up for having been a while for this one. And with that, from Mr. Tango. And Mrs. Tango. Good night. Good night.